All right. Honor. Praise God. I call this honor. 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 And I'm just going to... This is a topic I will keep teaching. And I will keep teaching. And I will keep teaching. We must have a strong honor culture in our church. We must have a strong honor culture in our church. You know, as a growing minister of the gospel, honor must be in your culture. Honor must be in your culture consistently as a growing minister of the gospel. One thing that is destroying the American culture is that the sacred things are no longer sacred to them again. Honor. Honor. Honor must be in your culture. If you want to live long and succeed in ministry, you must have a life of honor. I'll say it again. If you want to live long and succeed in ministry, you must have a life of honor. Look at Mark 6, verse 1 to 6. Mark 6, verse 1 to 6. If you want to succeed in ministry, eh, and you want to live long, what does it do? You must have honor. Let's look at Mark 6. Let's just go there. Are you there? Mark 6. Mark 6, verse 1 to 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 6. Look at it. Are you there? Are we there? Mark 6, verse 1 to 6. And he went out from thence and came unto his own country and his disciples following him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue from many. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is it which is given unto thee in such a mighty world? Look at verse 3. What did this honor? Is this not the captain, the son of Mary, the brother of James? Of Joseph, of Judah, of Simon, and not the sisters are here with us. They were offended at him. Look at verse 4. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor in his own country, and is among them in his own king and his own house. Look at verse 5. And he could not do what? No mighty work. See that he laid us on a few sick and knew them. Few ones. Because of honor. And he marveled because of their own belief and went around the villages teaching. He left them alone. He went to his own town. They are saying, Is this not Jesus? Honor. You cannot receive from a man you don't honor. You cannot. You cannot. An anointing you don't respect, you don't attract. <laughs> I'll say that again. I think I'm becoming a motivational speaker now. <laughs> An anointing you don't respect, you can't attract. Under the roof of unbelief is dishonor. You don't believe something indirectly is dishonor. Unbelief is a demonstration of dishonor. Don't forget, whatsoever you don't honor, 
you can't attract. You can't. At all. You can't. You can't. Don't criticize. That's why you should not criticize the miraculous. Don't join those people on social media. To be saying, I wish you is a pagan. A pagan. Have you hid any sick? Don't criticize any miracle. Everyone like I will say, don't criticize the miraculous because you don't know when you will need one. You don't know when it's your turn to need the miracle. As a minister of the gospel, whatever is sacred must not be common. Whatsoever is sacred must not be common to your eyes. Whatsoever is sacred must not be common to your eyes. Honor your ministry. What are the things to honor? Let me start that way. What are actually the things to honor? I'll just talk a few, a few things. As, like I said, this is something I will be teaching consistently. Because it must be a constant practice among us. What are the things you will honor? Number one, you must honor your ministry. Honor your ministry. Somebody say, honor your ministry. Pray about your sermon. Pray about that sermon you want to go and preach. Don't just flip the page and say, they will collect today. Don't get late to your meeting. Treat your ministry well. Treat it well. Value it. Even if all of you are just co-members, dress well. Just wear slippers. Honor your ministry. Honor your ministry. Honor your ministry. Treat it well. Just as best as you can. Know you want to get blessed lives. Don't reserve your dress for um, hang out. <laughs> Treat your ministry well. It is a privilege that God is using you. Tell your neighbor, it is a privilege that God is using you. So let that get into your skull. That it is not the right, your only privilege to do the work of ministry. I'm training you as ministers of the gospel. Are you hearing me, ministers? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is not the right. If you stop doing what you are doing, somebody will do it way better. You know, I used to tell you, there's always a replacement. And the replacement is only standing at the door waiting for you to go. So just say, or just say, I'm not doing. <laughs> the replacement will just go pew and do it better than you. So don't don't feel too big in your eyes. Reverend Ayaka will say, You are not indispensable, you are not irreplaceable, you are only enjoying God's grace. Ah, those are the, those statements I can't forget. He said it in WCC. He said, You are not indispensable. 
you are not irreplaceable. You are only enjoying God's grace. He now said, may you not spice the grace of God. See, I'm not irreplaceable. I'm not indispensable. May I not spite the grace of God of my life. If you stop doing what you are doing, if you say, I'm not preaching again, somebody will preach better than you. See, in my years of experience, I've noticed that thing well. Somebody will just say, I'm leaving this ministry, I'm leaving this and that. Somebody will just come from Adam and do it better. Eh? That is to shock me. Put value on what you are doing. Put value on your church. In this ministry, put value on it. Carry it on your heart. Honor it. Let everybody know that you are a member of someone. Put it on your heart. Put value on your church. Or know what you are doing. Say the name of your church well. Don't be angry people are saying the name of their church everywhere. Say your own too. Say the name of your church well. Let it be well. Let, say it well. <laughs> say it well. Put value on what you are doing. The point that kill you. <laughs> Number two. Look at Ephesians 6. Look at Ephesians 6. Let's read it. That's half of verse 1. Ephesians 6, verse 1. Yes, that. Look at verse 2. Look at the next verse. So, all no affects your life. You know, we used to skip this scripture. We don't like it because we want to, we want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> Honor affect your life. People who don't honor does not last. It's a simple, 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 simple things that you won't hear everywhere. You just say this and that. No, you have to hear it well. You have to hear the whole counsel of God well. People who don't honor, they don't last. Don't criticize. Sometimes God will use men who are falling into error. You will see it with your eyes. Or still or not there. Don't be those type of people who, who they say, one pastor did something on social media, you, you have committed. Why will pastors be doing this? Are you yourself perfect? Are you yourself perfect? Don't join that bandwagon. Be sane. Don't come. They say, pastors... Pastors just like money these days. You too, you're not going to put money. You too like money. Pastors are just brainwashing church members. Ah, ah. 
as you are dis- as as you are having disciple and disciple following everywhere, is it not your brainwash? You not brain. <laughs> Sometimes God will use men who are falling into error to test your character. You will be seeing it like this: is to test your character. That's why be careful, especially those of you who hang around the Lord around men of God. Be careful. You might see them in their worst states and you want to judge them with that aspect. Be careful. They can be in that their worst state and still perform miracle. And you, you'll be there dishonoring. Be careful. Be careful. Tell your neighbor, say, be careful. You know, some things are higher than you. It's not everything you can say. You have to learn to shut up. Some of you talk too much. Talk to talk to talk to talk to talk to talk. Some of you will talk, you will talk, you talk. Talk at this. Can't you just keep short? You'll be asking different questions. Questions that does not those that don't relate. You talk too much. Keep your mouth shut. Should have said that. That should have had another talk, another teacher. On why you, why, why, why should you should not talk too much? Prepare. Why they talk? Prepare. <laughs> if there was why the anger, prepare for why they talk. <laughs> Is that what? Why the blabbing? Ah, I like that one. That's the topic. Blabbing. That's the topic. A man of honor will reap honor. Let me tell you something. If you honor somebody, you will reap it. You know, you will hear Pastor Lewis say, My father in the Lord, my father in the Lord, the founder. And people, not, and people all over the world not calling him the, his father in the Lord today. A man of honor will reap honor. Do you even honor your pastor? And you want people to honor you, you cannot reap it. <laughs> it's not the cause. He will use your pastor's mistake to check your heart. I learned this the hard way. God will use your pastor's mistake. You'll be seeing your pastor's mistake like this. God is using you to check your heart and see how you can still receive and submit and learn in those times. Go use your pastor's mistake to check your heart. So be careful. That's what I'm saying. It's really those of you that stay around men of God too much. Be careful. You'll be seeing their error. You'll be seeing their worst times. God is checking your heart. You know something about the twelve disciples? You know they never dishonored Judas Iscariot. None of them spoke about him. They never spoke bad about Judas Iscariot. Judas, Peter never got up and said, like Judas Iscariot died, you would never repeat it. They never repeated it anyway. Despite they knew what he was doing was wrong, they kept it among themselves. It was not for a public gist. So that somebody did a mistake here, it's not that you're going to be sharing it outside. You're not going to take it to your family and say, you know, 
So you know, somebody will not, somebody that does not even know you from Adam will not start giving you attitude because you have told something bad about the person. That shows you don't honor people. They never spoke bad about Judas Iscariot. You will not even find Judas Iscariot today. The closest you find is his bishopric let another man take. In the book of Acts. That's all. People sit up. You can't be lying down. Sit up, sit up, sit up. Don't tell people what they don't want to hear. Don't read negative news about people. Don't do it. Don't go and be plugging your ear. You know, something happened in church sometimes. And I told Pastor, I said, this is good that that's hearing all these rumors and the gist. How did their ears hear it? How? On my Facebook, so people were speaking about the variable. And I got blocker, blocker. I just blocked them. Bam, bam. You cannot come and contradict my heart on somebody that. That, that has blessed my own life. Block straight. I don't have time. I offended the persons. Bye bye. Carry your wallet and go. You know. <laughs> Be careful. Do not tell people what they don't want to hear. That is, be careful and be discreet in your conversations. It's not everything you say out. Yes, somebody offended you. You don't have to give the details. I know you want to share it with your friend. Shut up. The person just offended. What the person do? So you just say, eh? He might be big. I know. I know. I know. He might be big. Careful, William Brown, his wife, <laughs> William Brown's wife, <laughs> called the husband and said, Get out, I'm angry. William Brown's wife, the great healing evangelist, she just told the husband, Get out, I'm angry. Immediately, she caught cancer. You don't speak to men of God like that. Say, Get out, I'm angry. Immediately, your wife caught cancer. Be careful. <laughs> you know, these are, these are simple things that you look at, though. Grace. You thought you were under grace. You, you, <laughs> you say, grace has, grace has eradicated this. Calm down. <laughs> oh, no. You don't treat what God has called sacred. Come on. You see them in their office. You see them in their position. The wife just said, get out! I'm angry. To the husband, a man of God. Immediately, the wife called cancer. <laughs> that minute, <laughs> the ministry gifts are responsibility. That minute she caught it, you know, the ministry gift of the husband is not responsible for healing. She will have to honor the husband to receive her healing. She should not honor the husband before. And you know, you know, if you read God's generals, the reason why the wives of how many of you have read God's generals a lot? Or you've heard stories that men of God's wife used to die of sickness that their husbands have healed. Do you know that? How many of you have heard those stories before? They die of sicknesses that their husband healed. 
Why? Because they don't want to know their husband at home. They don't see their husband as one, one friend. Be careful. If your son, the child you will raise, is a man of God, see him as that. Don't start speaking evil against your son. See even your own child as a man of God. You start raising the, your son. You see that God's hand is upon him. He's doing ministry. Start seeing the person as a man of God. Be careful. Reverend Ica said, he can't remember when last his mother called him by name. He said there was one day after several persecutions and everything, the mother saw a vision about his ministry and everything and told him that when he was younger. And he said, since that very day, the mother refers to him as Pastor Becker. He used the air word for him. For him. Air word in the Yoruba means respect. Well done, sir. The mother. Be careful that your friend is a man of God. That's why I tell you, use the sister code, use the bro code. Use the honor code well. I was telling my sister, I said, you know, both of you can be so sensitive by still calling yourself, by not commonizing yourself even at home. I said, tell me. You can still be sensible. You can still be sensible. Be careful. Guard your heart. Bro, again, Kennedy again, bro, Kennedy again. He had the principle. He said he will never read anything negative about any minister. Never. He had that principle. He will never. Why do you want to find something negative about men of God? Why? What's your business? Why do you want to see their worst times? What has it done to you? What good will it do? You know, there are some things I can't say. You cannot dare say it. You have to know your place on what our leader can say and what we can't say. It's just common sense. Then I'm saying, hey, he said it. Did I ask you to say it? Are you? Is your sense working now? These are common sense. So if you want to last in ministry, it starts from this little thing. The reason why I'm teaching you is because it will be wrong for me to explain all these ministry, ministry things. You preach the gospel and I did not tell you the pros and cons. You have to hear the whole council together. You know, the grace on our lives are different. You have to see it. You know, the grace on somebody's life is different. You don't have to say, oh, we are just one. We are all one in Christ. <laughs> Check us. No, look, at, look, at them. look around. Do we look like we are one in Christ? The grace on every one of us life is different. There's honor and grace in ministry. I should not go and say I'm all I'm one in Christ with pastor. Do we look alike? Do, do we look like what can, what he can do? Can I do it? And I can say we are all one in Christ with Reverend Naika. <laughs> you know my senses are not working. <laughs> I say we are all one. We are all brothers in Christ. <laughs> Oh, I say, me and Pastor Adeboe, we are brothers in Christ. Ah. <laughs> and you see that common sense is not common to some people. <laughs> That's how it is. This is our leader. 
Neue zu sein. Ich muss nichts. Be careful. Judas was never dishonored, despite the wrong he did. That's something to learn. You will never find any sermon in the book of Acts about Judas. Never. They never said, our brother, our 12, the last one, he stole money, he, he killed himself. It was in the four Gospels he found out. It was not repeated even in the epistles. They never dishonored him. They still saw him as an apostle. He did something bad, but he was still an apostle. He's still our brother. You know, the man of God is a gift of God. The man of God is a gift of God. Your pastor is your gift. It's the gift of God. See my pastor. My pastor. It's God's gift to me. It's God's gift to me. You not say it My pastor. It's God's gift ah, to me. You not say it away. My, my pastor. It's God's gift to me. It's that simple. So how will you treat that gift? You know if you have a gift well. You know if you have a package, your iPhone package, it cannot fall down. <laughs> you guys say like like. <laughs> It can't fall down. You take, you, take it, you take it carefully. You guide it jealously. You wake up every morning, you'll be checking it. Is this still alive? Your pastor is God's gift to you. How do you treat God's gift? You honor it. Even if your pastor is your husband, I'm telling you this because some of you that will marry men of God, some of you that will marry yourselves, you will marry women of God and all of those things. You have to draw the line. You have to draw the line. (laughs) Anyway, even if your pastor is your husband, draw the line. He's still your man of God, even in the house. And it can be vice versa. You can be the pastor. The wife can be the pastor. The husband must learn to see, ah, this is a pastor. And treat it that way. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the man. But a man is still the head of the family. Despite you are the pastor, you still have to submit. Someone say, hey, so I will not submit with all my gifts. You will. It's still your husband at home. So you will still need that. You, if it's needing that, you want to need that, you need that. If you, are your, if you will do your wifely duties. I'm just saying. You will do your wifely duties at home. That's all to that. But he must still see you as a man of God. He must still respect your office. There must be, that line must be drawn. You will not... So even despite... You know, all these domestic issues that happen in families, especially between pastors and wife, is because they don't know how to draw the line. They are just, they are just not sensible. How do you get angry with your pastor? You know, if you can just see that, that is not just my husband, but my pastor, you know your sense will be working. You know, there will be much peace that way. How do you yell at your pastor? You know, 
You sense we start walking. Is that see? It's simple. It's simple. It's simple. Oh no. <laughs> At least draw the line. The person, listen, the person that God will use for you can be your friend. Simple thing. He can, he's a fellow man like he's no God coming down. The person that God will use for you, the person that will confirm the ministry of God's gifting on your life. I told you, I used to tell you a story. I always tell you, the same woman that ordained me told me I'm a failure. Same woman said, ah, there's somebody called her your pants. Who is the person? I stood up and said, God wants to use it. He laid hands. <laughs> After, see, you're a failure. You know, she has forgotten. The person that God will use for you are men, fellow men like you. They have their weaknesses. They have their imperfections. They are still also trying to get better. You just have to be sensible. Simple things. When your pastor is coming in, you stand up. If you will stand up for Trump, you stand up for your pastor. If you will stand up in your interview for your boss, you stand up. No. Well, we live in a Western culture. Society it is. That's why I, I, <laughs> Pastor Reverend, like I said, he talked to a lot of white preachers and he says many of them value what we have in Africa. He said because many of this culture originated from their place, but it became, it got lost all in the name of westernization, all in the name of feminism, all in the name of it's something easy, human rights activists, well, everything, everything got lost in the process. Then they forgot their culture. That's why it's as though an American preacher will go to Nigeria, minister much better than he has ever ministered in his life before. I was talking to Reverend Mark Hawkins. He was telling me, oh, I love Nigeria. I love going to that country to preach. He said the honor and the reception is so strong there. He said it's very easy to, easy to minister. Why won't it be? When we come and minister here, they say, ah, how are you? Come here. No honor for, no value for the gift of God on his life. Why do you think Rehabonki will perform better in Africa? Honor. Are you seeing it? Everybody saw, you know, one thing about black, we all know white people. You black, you don't know your own fellow black. <laughs> you see, the person have accent, the person cannot talk well. You are looking for someone to say, Praise God, hallelujah, brother, mercy, brother. <laughs> Look at First Thessalonians 5 13. Are you getting blessed? Yes. Or are you receiving flogging? <laughs> if you will stand up for Trump, you know, if Trump is ancient, you cannot stand up. Stand up for your pastor. Somebody say Trump is no more the president. Wait, <laughs> they've not shall remove him for office yet. First Thessalonians 5.13. Are we there? First Thessalonians 5.13. Are we there? Yes, sir. He says, and esteem them highly. 
Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Let's read it together. To esteem them highly. Regard them highly. He used the word highly. So why are you regarding them? For their work's sake. They are laboring. They are feeding you. They are teaching you. You regard them. Regard your discipler. Honor your discipler. The person is laboring day and night for you. The person is ensuring, pray for you, ensuring you are well fed, ensure they brought you to meetings. Honor the person. Honor your disciple. Buy them gifts. Treat them highly. Somebody is happy and say, I will receive gift today. <laughs> to shock you. <laughs> shock your back. <laughs> Acts 23.5. Somebody said, did you write it down? <laughs> did you write your own down? Acts 23.5. Acts 23.5. Acts 23.5. Acts 23.5. Look at it. It says, And then Paul, I wish not, brethren, that he was an high priest, for it is written, Thou shalt not speak evil of the ruler of thy people. How would you speak evil of your pastor? How? How? There are some people you don't use some word for. There are some people that if you want to even get angry and say some things, you don't say those things. You know, I was saying something just last time. I said, you don't use word like A. How do you call you, text your pastor and say, A? Hey, pastor. Hi, sir. Hi. <laughs> What's up? Are you? <laughs> Some get carried away. You know something happened. Let me tell you one story. Something happened to Jerry Saville, the American preachers. I mean, they are here. So I'm saying American preachers. They are here. <laughs> something happened to Jerry Saville. I watched. I, I watched Jerry Saville. Kenneth Copeland. They made fun of Benin. Watch something carefully. They made fun of Benin. And they fell sick. And you know, they, they are faith people. Faith people, this is, you know, Benin. Can I go plant? Ah, it's about 83 years. The way that man has faith. Eh? Hey, God. His wife, Gloria Copeland, they eat sick like mad. They don't struggle with the healing gifts in their ministry. Just take the sick to, to Texas, Fort Worth, Texas. They will stand up. Just let Korea Copeland show up. I was watching him one meeting. So my friend was telling me about one meeting. Can Copeland was trying to eat one sick. He struggled, he struggled, he struggled. He said, I will call my wife. My wife does not struggle. He said, hey, Gloria, please, please help me out. The wife just said, papa, papa. In Jesus' name, stand up. The wife stood up. They don't struggle. Jerry Savi, all of them, they are in the same circle. What, what of faith people? So they were watching Benny one day on TV. And they were laughing. They were saying, what's this one doing? All of them fell sick. All of them. They fell sick. So, Kenny Copeland, after he has used all the scriptures, he know, confessed God's word, put the word on his lips, did everything, they lay on their body, do everything. God now spoke to them. You will have to go to and meet Benin and confess and apologize. That's when you'll be healed. They now have to go to Benin program <laughs> and sit down. <laughs> we have come. 
we are sorry, lays on us. And by age, Keneko Plan is older than Benin. Keneko Plan is 80 something. Benin is about 60 something years. They had to submit themselves and go back. There are things you don't make just of. There are things you don't just use on watch for. If you want to, if you don't want to die on time. It's just simple principle in the scripture. You know, I told you about Giazi. Giazi story. I told you about Eli and Anna. Eli just came to the temple and said, uh, You are drunk. He said, I'm not drunk, my Lord. You know, if it's out today, they, uh, you know, they see, uh, we should, which type of pastor are you, Seth, that you cannot even see that somebody is not drunk? I beg, pray for me. Give me my utterance. Anna said, I'm not drunk in my Lord. And that's give Anna a child. And that child became a child of honor. Because he, somebody of honor will reap honor. Samuel now became a force to be reckoned with in Israel because of what the mother did. Honor will outlast you. It will speak good of your generation. You know, even in our today's day, if you do good, the people your parents did good for is still speaking good of you. The people your parents did bad for. <laughs> if you go there and say, oh, that family, don't that demo. Hope you know. I was reading something on Twitter. So we say, connect well, because that connection your children need is the phrase you have now. <laughs> Do the honor check regularly. Do it regularly. Check yourself. Do the honor check regularly. People you pray for, don't talk about them. You know, you don't have to honor, but don't dishonor. There are some people you don't have to honor, but don't just dishonor. So I say, thank you, pastor. <laughs> and now I know what to do. I'm just, I will just not honor. <laughs> I will just... <laughs> Fame. <laughs> And an Eli the priest, even if your pastor got you angry, must you dishonor him? Must you? You cannot be in competition with your pastor. You cannot. God didn't choose you. <laughs> you did not organize this meeting. You did not start Christ your Bible church. God didn't choose you. You can't be in competition. Under every condition, you must not dishonor. Never. So when you see people last in ministry, are you seeing what they do? Does it make sense to you? When you see people say, I've spent 50 years in ministry, you see their work all over. Are you seeing what you do? What they do? Are you seeing it? I was listening to Reverend Nika when they said, there are men of God I will stay by jet for. My heart's caught. Then we see him last in ministry. You will wonder, ah, ah, it's just the truth. Honor. You know when you are writing notes, it means you honor the person that is teaching. When you are taking notes, it just means you value their words. When somebody of caliber tells you something, you know you put something and you paint it now. You say, ah, I don't want to forget. Let me quickly write this down. But when you value 
who is talking, you take note. You know, it is in those taking notes that helps Kenneth again. Kenneth again gave a prophecy about their Bible school many years ago. That we have a Bible school, Rema Bible School, this and that. They had people took note of it. Kenneth has even when he brought it back to Kenneth, he said, I did not say something like that. He has even forgotten the utterances they give. He gave. They now have to tell him, so 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 date. We were, we were in the meeting. See our note. That is how Rema Bible School came to be. Because they took note of what he said. How would we have the scriptures today if the disciples did not take note? Jesus called them awfuls. They jot it. <laughs> they took it down. They, they saw that we are fools. They took it down. They said, ah, we are fools. They took it down. They took notes. It shocked you, Abby. It shocked you. Just call them all fools, slow of heart to believe. They did not run away from the ministry. They took notes. They said, We are fools. They took it. That's why they could preach. The Peter could stand up on the day of Pentecost. He took notes. Because how will he remember everything Jesus taught them without him not taking notes? Does it make sense to you? He took notes. Taking notes is a form of honor. Move away from negative people. Don't make them your friend. People that want to dishonor people, move away from them. Don't make them your friend. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Another thing you must do as we are trying to round up soon, honor the house of God. Honor the house of God. Don't be late to church. Let's stop a principle. Let's stop being late to service. It starts from me too. Don't be late to church. No, let's be late to church. Let's be early. That's honor. That means we value where we are coming to. Do you get it? If you have an interview, you won't run late. Because even there with that video, they 15 minutes before. That's why they told you come 15 minutes. Some of you will go there one hour. You guys say, let me just sit down. That's just you value the place. <laughs> you know how you value your airport trips. Do you get it? Let's stop that principle. Let's 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 come early to services. Treat the house of God with honor. Don't call your pastor P. P. Kingsley. <laughs> Paste. Paste. You know, that's the reading one now. Huh? Paste. What's up, Paste? It is pastor. If you don't honor your church, how will you receive from it? If you don't honor your church, how will you receive from it? When you honor your church, your church will bless you. If you can even put the sticker of your church on your car, put it. Let everybody know you are, you are a member somewhere. Carry it on your tribe. Put it on your heart. Put it everywhere you are. Honor. Honor with your words. Don't say something you cannot be bold of. Honor with your words. 
Let every know know you honor something. Honor with your words. Don't save your pastor name anyhow. Husband and wife is one flesh. But in the spirit, you people are not one spirit. <laughs> you also one spirit, but <laughs> you know there's honor and grace. There's something I learned from Pastor Fee's wife. When Pastor Fee's wife was preaching, he called, he called Pastor Fee, she said, Bro Philip. When she was preaching, when she wanted to refer to her husband, he said, Bro Phillips. You know, if it's just today, you say, My hobby. I was talking to my babe. My ass bear. She said, she used bro Philip. During the women come, when she was preaching, I, I just paid attention. She kept using her husband to talk, most as example. And she kept saying, like bro Philip, bro Philip. That's honor. That's honor. Then when they give testimony and say, our relationship for 16 years has been perfect. You, you see the simple principle. Just honor. The gift, do you know when she said it? She said, we have never had any issue for 16 years of marriage. Oh no. If only we can see people in God's lens. If only you can see that your friend in the way God sees that person, there will be no fight. You know you don't fight people you are bigger than. You know you cannot be angry with big gates. But because you feel like you have a soft dance, you have a mouth too. That's why you agree with that person. No, no, that's the truth though. You see Jeff Bezos today now. At least Jeff Bezos is still the richest man now. Jeff Bezos now say he wants to be your friend. He say, I don't like talking with bound head bigger than you sorry it's because you feel like you still have mouth you know you cannot if Jeff Bezos texts your whatsapp you say where does sir how are you sir any help sir you you will reply immediately you will not you will not you it will not be mark red but you put the person on red you even pin the person's name You, you will say, sir. That's when your, your honor culture will rise up. You do not know you have honor before. You know, say, well done, sir. Please, sir. Can I, sir, do something, sir? <laughs> but can I beg you, sir, for my scoopies, sir? Will you please, sir? <laughs> but you look at the person that is, look, you look at the person that is even giving you a command, you say, 
And my car is even better than this car. Is it even his soul safe? Black one of these things. So he's just to be wearing palm every time to come and be teaching us rubbish. You know? Pride. It's pride that don't make people honor people. It's pride. 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 Honor is also what you give materially. Honor with your substance. Giving must be well done. Honor with your giving. You know, I was telling you earlier, some of you wear boots. Your, 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 you wear sneakers. Your offering is $5. <laughs> I know you people. I know you people. Some of them are facing their boots. They will dress well, wear confirmed clothes and coat. They will be bullying everybody. And the offering is five dollar. Sometimes even three dollar. Three dollar. Giving must be well done. I don't give five dollar. You can ask her. I don't give five dollar. I don't do. It must be well done. You cannot be more committed than you are the way you... Your commitment is... It's tantamount to your giving. You want to see how committed you are? Let's check your giving. Because that's how you show you value what you are doing. Honor. Look at 1 Timothy 5 verse 17. 1 Timothy 5 verse 17. Let's see when are we not finishing. Soon. 1 Timothy 5 verse 17. Look at it. 1 Timothy 5 verse 17. He says, let, look at it, look at it, let's read it. Let the elders that rule well, are we there? First Timothy 5, 17. That rule well, be counted worthy of what? Double honor. Especially those who revel in word and doctrine. Double honor. Double honor. There are people you will see by base for. I'm done. See, there are people I hope. I owe pastor with my life. I owe the entire saints community my money. Those are ministries that have blessed me. There's one man I'm looking for, Pastor Kayode Crown. I owe him money. That's the one that taught me in Bible school. That's the first person that introduced me to revelation, to, to, to the Pauline revelation. I owe him well. There's one of my friends I say, go and do this ministry. I will support this thing because you taught me God's word. If he's going for meetings like this, I'll say, take sir. Let me co- cover the cost. When I was having issue with seeing problem, you were the one that taught me. I honor it. Till tomorrow, he doesn't even test me again because he was embarrassed with the way I stopped sending money. I remember. Always remember things. Oh. Always. I remember. Those times I'll be struggling. I don't understand this thing. The guy said, let me teach you. He introduced me. He said, let me teach you. This is this. This is this. He now told me one day, I said, man of God, any conference you want to go for in this world, I will pay. Just name it. He stopped telling me. After I've paid him, I've, I, I send money, send money, send money. 
He stopped telling me the conferences he's going for. Oh no. There's one of my friends too. I told him, he was telling me, he said that this is what he wants to do in ministry. I said, man of God, I will, I will support it. You were the one that taught me this and this. You were the one. I honor the gifts of God on your life. I will support you. There's one of my friends too. I said, you are the one that still spawned me to prayer. He said, you are not in lack. I said, even though I don't have money, we will share the one I have. Take, sir. Why do you think I teach a lot on giving? Let's, let's, let's do pastor's appreciation. Let's do this and that. Let's... I want everybody to know that somebody labor from January to December and did not collect a dime from you. You're getting it. You give well. Let them be counted what you have done or no. There are men you owe. Paul says, don't muzzle the horse with the corn. It's nothing. Ah, you bless my life. I told you, Reverend Nike was saying, he said, there are men. He said, I, he said, I'm even embarrassed. He said, at this, that was in 20, this, this was a message of 2010, 2011, or 28. He said, there are men that will be giving 100,000, 200,000. He said, I'm even embarrassed taking those money to them. He said, in the next year, when he was saying that, he said, in the next year, I'll be taking like 1 million to them. Billions of dollars. I just want to get them. Take it, sir. I'm blessed. Then you see their ministry flourish. You, you do not know. You think it is. You think it's by the Greek word is lambano. Oh, it's not like that though. Apostle Lema was saying something one time. He said, anytime I want to go and see Pastor Yadiboy, because Pastor Yadiboy is a spiritual man. He said, I wire money. When he say wire, he said, I wire money. He said sometimes I don't see him for three years, but my my giving is is speaking. He said, I will give to the point that his account will shake. He will text me and say, ah. He will call me and say, he will call me and say, ah. Are you sure? It's not too much. Then you see them, you say, you see their ministry today, you will say, they don't know Greek and Hebrew. What has your own Greek and Hebrew taken you to? <laughs> the woman with alabaster boss busted oil on Jesus, the most expensive oil. You say leave it. You know, if it's out today, day, you say, ah, but she could have gone to Cash Fashion Nova and buy some things now. The Bible says Judas in his heart, <laughs> knowing in his heart, he said she should they should have used the money for something else. What was Jesus teaching them? Honor. Oh, Just say, leave it. Let her break it there. I deserve it. Honor. Oh, Honor. Oh, Honor oh, with your giving. You respect the teaching, you give well. Don't give two dollar, one dollar, cent. Of you even give coin. <laughs> so if you don't even give at all, mark them, mark them, mark them. They, they, they have money in their account too. They don't even give one dollar, one dollar, one, one dollar. <laughs> they don't. They don't at all. Yes, point to what I tell her, I say focus. Don't mention her name so that everybody online will not know. But just say focus. Focus. Point, point focus. to her, say focus. Focus. Exactly. Galatians 6 6. Galatians 6 6. So, are you seeing how ministry is being done in this conference? 
Galatians 6 is. Look at it. You know, I quote this scripture a lot. Let him that is taught in what? Communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Look at 1 Corinthians 9.14. 1 Corinthians 9.14. So giving is a duty. 1 Corinthians 9.14. 1 Corinthians 9.14. Giving is a duty. 1 Corinthians 9.14. Giving is a duty. Even, 1 Corinthians 9.14. Look at it. Is it? Even so has the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. They should live of it. They should eat of it. Romans 5, 15, 27. Romans 15, 27. Romans 15, 27. Romans 15, 27. It has pleased them very late, debtors. For you, the Gentiles, have been made particular of the reality, their duty. It did not also minister to minister to the carnal things. It ministered to serve your carnal gifts. You see, people like Pastor Chris or Yakilume, somebody decided that I will be making a suit. So when you see them flashy, looking, look, they are so looking pain, you see, they are just wasting money. One person decided I will be sewing the suit. I don't know if you discovered that Reverend I can wear natives every time. A lot of natives. Somebody just decided I'll be sewing it for him. The whole of Christ Embassy music team decided they want to buy Pastor Chris Oyakilume. Private jet. Everybody's not there saying, eh, is, what's going on? Uh-uh. He has labored. Without him, they will not be them. Without Pastor Chris, there is no sinash. Then when they put money together and buy private jets, they thought of how their life had been changed. Have you seen it? Honor. Giving is a duty. Honor must be substantial. You must appreciate your pastor well. It must be substantial. When you get money, you must have a certain percentage you put to the gospel. It is a lifestyle. That woman with the alabaster boss, it was recorded that she gave her one year salary. Somebody will say, I'm taking my all my all my one year salary to church. You say, ah, they brainwash you. You that you are complaining. Who have your ministry gone to? <laughs> you honor by what you give. Look at Matthew 6, verse 21. As I try to round up, Matthew 6, verse 21. Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. So, where you put your money is where your heart is. If you put your money too much in food, that's where your heart is. If you put your money in clothes, that's where your heart is. If you buy too much gadgets, that's where your heart is. But if you put your money in the gospel, that shows your heart is in the gospel. I want us to increase and get better in the way we give. If your heart is truly for the work of ministry, it must reflect in your bank account. Let all of us bank account shake in this coming year. Can I hear an amen? Amen! 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 Treat that sacred. What is sacred? Put this down in your reference. Matthew 10 verse 13. Matthew 10 41. Matthew 10 13. Matthew 10 41. Matthew 10 13. Matthew 10 41. 
And if I come to the house, let there be peace unto you. And if there is not the worry, let your peace return to you. <laughs> Jesus is very Jesus is savage. <laughs> Treat that sacred. What is sacred? What you don't honor cannot please you. What you don't honor cannot bless you. If you don't see men in God's light as God's gift, they can't bless you. If you see them as a commoner, are you? Just see, you just see them like, are you? Favor. Just see them like that. They will not bless you. Put the honor code, brother, sister. Don't, don't let it be archaic. Put the honor code. Treat as sacred. What is sacred? What you don't honor cannot please you. This is an ingredient for ministry. This is the, one of the most, ingri- most vital ingredients for ministry. Honor code. You owe your spiritual father a duty to contribute to his livelihood. You owe him. It's your spiritual father a duty to contribute to his livelihood. You are not doing the person a favor. When you give to your pastor, it's not you are doing the person a favor. No. You are showing your honor. You are showing your respect. You are showing your value. You know, if you give to Jeff Bezos, it's a privilege for you. That Jeff Bezos asks you for money. You know, you're like, ah, ah, wow. You know, your mind is like, you know, in some way, in your corner of your mind, you say, I will get this thing in return. Food. I don't even know that, that. That is how it is. You will get it via teaching. <laughs> via blessings. Via spiritual impartations. You will get it back. Are you seeing common sense? Am I saying that? Come and give me your money. No, I'm just, I'm just teaching you the truth of the scripture. <laughs> <laughs> you owe you know what Paul told Philemon in Philemon 1 Paul said you owe me your life that you must forgive this person you owe me your life there are people that you that they you that they your life is dependent on them Paul said to Philemon you owe me your life who prayed for you when you were going through that bad situation who prayed for you for you to be stable in ministry? Who prayed for you? Who called, restored me all that back to your life in ministry? When you were making a mistake, who corrected you? Who gave you instructions? Who gave you directions? You owe those person your life. I just told you examples of my friends. Those my friends that gave me utterances, I owe them my life. Men like Soji can never be poor. As far as I'm not poor, he can't be. Those are men we, we studied together. He helped me. As I was green, he was helping me. We were doing things together. As far as I have in this world, he too we have. They're just men like that. We like my friends, Chimo Akin, AY, all of them. Tari, all of them. As far as I have, they can never be poor. Never. Are you getting me? I owe them my life. They helped me. People like Pastor, ah, he can never suffer. People like Reverend Naika, for life. I owe them my life. Are you getting this? 
Me and my friend were looking. We started looking for the woman that that laid us on us. Because we because we can't find her anymore. We have started looking for her. We want to go and give her money. I'm just say, ah, ma, we are doing what God has said you to do. Thank you for the prophecies and the laying on of her. Take this. We told ourselves we must find this woman this year. Just let's go and show gratitude. Thank you for laboring over us. Thank you for teaching us evangelism. Thank you for teaching us how to pray. Thank you for teaching us respect. Without that, I will not be standing here. I owe her my life. You must know them. You want to go for a ministry? These are simple cultures. You know what your pastor did overnight? Praying for you? Mentioning your name in prayer? You know Paul kept telling him, I cease not to mention your name in prayer. You know your pastor was mentioning your name in prayer? Ah, who you are, Abraham. You hold them your life. You know, one lesson of, that we must take from that tithe is just honor. That teaching on tithe, tithe, 10%, is just honoring that a certain percentage is for God. That's just okay. it. one lesson about it. Am I saying God be tithing? It's just a part of when I get my income, I honor God and I put a substance out there. So it's not necessarily going to be 10%, it can be 50%, it can be 100%. So your gift to you is your pastor and you honor your pastor. So as men of God, we must be a terrible giver. See, I'm a terrible giver. You must be a terrible giver. Now, let me tell you something. Look at men who don't honor people. Let's do a check. Look at men who don't honor people all around, who are all over on Facebook, commenting on pastors, doing everything. Do you know how their life is? Do you want to be like that? No, you know those people that speak against pastors, saying one thing, miraculous. You, you know how they look like? You want to be like them? No, sir. Better don't be like them. Oh, no. Do the right thing. You know those people that used to say, oh, hey, pastor, check them. They are done to ministry. Those people that used to say, pastor, P, 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 Benson. They are not in ministry. Look at their life. How rubbish it is. You, you, you see them? Is that what you want to be like? Pray for yourself. Everything that showed up to you in this, in this teaching is God correcting you. Pray for yourself. You see those lives? Correct every dishonor in your heart. Be on your feet, everybody, and pray. Be on your feet, everybody, and pray. Correct every dishonor in your heart. Correct it. Pray for yourself. That you will not dishonor. You will live a life of honor. Honor in your life. Honor in your giving. Honor in your ministry. Honor. 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 Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself.